What's up, everybody? This is Illiterate. This week, we are covering Avatar Way of Water. Yes, that's right. We're going back to Pandora. I just went to Pandora. I'm back. Oh, my God. I'm hanging out with Taylor. <laughs> hey I looked into everything you didn't think you wanted to know about Avatar. It's been 12 years. I, I'm I'm baffled that I saw the original in theaters in its original form, 3D, mm-hmm. mind blowing. And to think about the journey that that this has gone through, we've been hearing about the sequel forever. It's finally here, and what an interesting time for it to pop up. What an interesting reaction it's it's having. And I'm kind of I'm excited to to walk down the trail here. Um, generally, I was pretty taken with it like it was amazing (laughs) it was beautiful it was what i was promised Uh, (laughs) it was emotional it was so interesting um i mean absolutely textured not just in the visuals but in the storytelling it was it was a master class top to bottom you just don't get a film like this very often and it, it it really put in the last 12 years to perspective for me because the the perception that the original has had has ebbed and flowed and waxed and waned in the public eye. So it's so interesting now to finally have the sequel, to finally get the reactions for it. Um, yeah. I'm stoked to pick it apart. <laughs> yeah. It, the, the first one is still the highest grossing film of all time because it had a re-release recently because Avengers Endgame was the was the planet killing movie of the universe but then <laughs> Avatar's back so on So it had top. it up until Endgame and then Avatar re-released and took it back. For this one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um it's it's crazy that James Cameron has the first and third highest grossing films. Yeah, well let's put that in even that into perspective, you know, that Endgame, that's the pent ultimate uh film in a series built on massive IP with tons of people, you know, that are yeah. making that happen. That's not an original idea that, that those things have existed, those characters those characters have existed that audience has existed. So all the more magnanimous it is to go like, yeah, Avatar is com- completely original, a wholly original idea. <laughs> exactly. Jim Cameron. Yeah. Um, well, is it? We're going to figure it out. <laughs> this, you know? Um, yeah. What's what's uh, crazy about it, like you said, it's it's beautiful. It's all together. There was a, I, just as, a, as an oddity from when the first one came out, we'll see if, I, I don't know if this will happen with the second one, but there was a thing that people were saying that they had post-Avatar depression. I heard about this. Which was not a recognized medical condition, but noticeable enough for those fans and forums and people being interviewed about it, that it was like, look at this amazing thing, which I guess was the point of the the whole series and James Cameron's life and everything is, hey, appreciate nature. (laughs) And uh, people were so depressed by how lovely this place looked and that it was being destroyed. It's like, well, that's, that's the very oblique message of the whole thing so good job not that you'd want to be depressed but yeah it was it was a thing having Uh, withdrawals from a i mean god do we talk about creating you know a place and time uh going to another world man he made people have like actual withdrawals yeah (laughs) in the credits roll um gosh yeah I, i i hate to take that as like a 
is like a compliment, but it might be to a storyteller. I don't know. You made yeah. it real, Jim. <laughs> when you had set off Mike, we won't get into him really much at all, but just that he, this is a synthesis, especially this new one oh, yes. of everything he loves because he is the, he, he disappeared to do a bunch of documentaries. He kind of waits for the technology of filmmaking to catch up to what he wants, which is what happened with this one. But he dove into the Mariana Trench in his own sub, was the first solo manned exploration of this oh my and gosh. was the first manned one in 52 years there had wow. only been one before him that as a not a robot but a person and he did it by yeah. himself in 2012 so yeah he loves water and yeah. aquatic life yeah um, that was apparent yeah. to me uh watching this one i'm a big jim cameron fan but never have i seen a film of his where i felt like all of his interests were like firing on nine uh, mm-hmm. every like t- Terminators in the movie, aliens <laughs> is in the movie. Uh, it's that all of his uh, piece term Titanic is in yeah, the movie. Yeah. Pieces and parts of all of his movies, and I, I'm not saying he's ripping himself off, but I'm saying that I see, I see the way he's framing shots. I see the action that he's interested in. in. I see the colors, uh, the the mm-hmm. template, the the composition. I can see what the man is interested in. Oh, look, a mech suit with a man in it. Oh, that, <laughs> that looks exactly like Rip. You know, like yeah, yeah. The colors that he, it's you really for the first time ever. I walked away from this film going like, man, he just threw everything he really likes into one movie. For finally, this has abyss in it. This has all of it. If you've not yeah. seen all of his movies. Most of them are absolutely incredible. I mean, only Piranha 2 is, is regarded as like not good. And that was his first movie. And it was he was hired as a secondary director on that. So yeah. um, all of his movies are fantastic. So why not use those parts and pieces of them? And not ever before have we gotten all of his interests really firing on nine, uh, all comported yeah. together to tell a full story. Yeah. Well, let's let's that's a perfect segue to jump into what is he pulling from if he is pulling from anything that is the synthesis of all of his ideas, the origin story of of Avatar, the whole Please. property there is, which I couldn't find the picture of, but I think it's out there. He had drawn this alien jungle landscape in 11th grade. He had said oh. Oh, called really? spring on planet Flora. And uh, there was when the first film came out. A ton of lawsuits right after, which is how things go in Hollywood when something right. is successful. Well, I told him that on set yeah, when we were at yeah. getting cheeseburgers and I'm some random person and now he owes me $2 billion. Sure. Yeah, you get that with yeah. like almost every best picture, it feels like. Yeah. So I uh, <laughs> I was lucky because this, you know, you have to do the research for this sort of thing. But with him in 2012, he wrote a 45 page thing saying, hey, this is all of the stuff that I pulled from that is not <laughs> that is not these people suing me. So here you go. Here's oh, my here's, gosh. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is, this is some of the interesting stuff that's like, Hey, yeah. Like the drawing I did in 11th grade, you didn't come up with that. Did you? <laughs> um, cause people made the allusions to Fern Gully and Pocahontas, but it's like we say in the show all the time, everything sure. is, everything right. is. Right. Um, and that would be the foremost one. We, yeah. The first one is very, very much like Pocahontas, but yeah. But he literally said in an interview, he was like, Avatar is a science fiction retelling of the history of North and South America in the colonial period. There we go. Europe, there Europe go. is Earth. The Native Americans are the Navi. It's not meant to be subtle. He said all of that. <laughs> so <laughs> He's like, no, you're getting it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 
He's so like the, a plot. The, when yeah. you say that as like some sort of like like a, a critique, and he's like he start he starts to applause. Like no, no, you're finally understanding it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanna, I wanted to. It's so yeah, no, you got exactly. it. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Yeah. Um, in this in this forty five page document, the stuff that he had done before that I didn't know about that he's pulling from is it's interesting to read these other concepts that merged. The biggest one was a short film. I think maybe his first real thing that he made called Xenogenesis. Do you know about this at all? No, no. So this is from the 70s. This is, I think, even before he was a truck driver and then decided to go into film. Maybe it was after. Right. That's where my knowledge of him really starts. He's an early 20s truck driver, and he's driving from Orange County to USC, and he's photocopying basically materials in the library at USC, and he's kind of (laughs) – putting himself through his own education but that's i pat beyond that i i didn't didn't even know he made short films before he was a truck driver this is new information yeah so maybe maybe this is it's it's in that wheelhouse i'm not sure exactly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when it fits but it's in the 70s and the premise is it's this mile-long spaceship fleeing earth's destruction they're seeking a planet to live on and concepts of merging man with machine, not really the avatar thing of an alien species that you're embodying, but it's, it's got a lot of his stuff. And but like a lot of, the Terminator yeah. is a man on the outside, a machine <laughs> on the inside. Right. And the mech suits and aliens and it's all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The power yeah. loader and uh, all of the avatar climax is all people in big, <laughs> big right. power loaders. That's what they yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so the sci-fi stuff that he likes uh, is all there. What with he's, the, what with he's, the yellow yeah. and black uh, mm-hmm. slash the caution lines. Yeah, yeah. So this thing, the Xenogenesis, his education by himself was funded by a local dentist who then was not involved, bowed out because he hmm. didn't think it was going to do anything. But this oh, is gosh. how he ends up. Roger Corman saw it and then whatever film he did. I don't remember the title, oh, wow. but he got, he was on that. It, this thing I did find it's, it's available on YouTube. Really? Uh, very poor quality. You can't really watch it, but you sure. get a flavor of, oh yeah, he was goofing around with this cool. stuff. However, you can express those concepts yeah, in yeah, the yeah. 70s <laughs> being yeah, it's inspired not so by easy. Star Wars, all that we, stuff. It's like, yeah. we grew up in a particular age, the onset of you know camera phones and things like that. So it's hard right. to like, remember just 25 years ago, it's not just so ubiquitous that you reach into your pocket and be able to just like beautifully capture a moment forever or like it, then yeah. take it and mosaic it <laughs> into a story. <laughs> and especially if your ideas are high concept, psychedelic science fiction, right. you got to find a rich dentist in your town who's right. <laughs> gullible and willing to give you money to make it happen. So it's just amazing yeah. how fast all that has changed. Cause it felt like it was like that through the nineties, basically. Like if mm-hmm. you could get a DV tape, a camera, like that was wow. <laughs> and you had weird friends. You could, right, you could right. paint them blue and pretend to be <laughs> aliens if you wanted. Exactly. I'm going to yeah. have to check this out though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll put I, it in. I'm not, the, I'll not aware the of it at all. This is amazing. Um, there was, there was other stuff too that didn't get made, which he references that have, you know, blue skinned characters or a luminous planet, the willow tree that is the mm, mother tree mm-hmm. and it's all bioluminescent. But one of the ones that he was working on, which he called mother didn't get made, but uh, was about this mining company setting up and the atmosphere is toxic and they do create an mm-hmm. alien creature to fit psychically control to 
uh, work on the planet in the mine. So that's another oh, wow. synthesis yeah. Yeah. connected to it. It's getting closer and closer. Yeah. This actually developing, though, begins in 94 and mm-hmm. said, hey, this would come after Titanic, but the advances in the motion capture stuff don't happen in that time frame. So he needs to wait until the the mid 2000s. This is for the first one. I just can't believe he waited. I can't yeah. believe he waited. And he just made some docs and he did those explorations and he just like, he just waited. Yeah. And, and then he did it again. I'm like, I can't believe I've gone through two major Cameron droughts in my life. Yeah. It's been over a decade since he made a movie. And, it, and I just witnessed that again. Mm-hmm. I love his movies too much for him to keep doing this to me. <laughs> well, you'll be happy to know that all of Avatar 3 is filmed. Thank he God. filmed it at the same time because he's using kids and he said he didn't yeah, want it to be yeah, like yeah, Stranger yeah. Things where suddenly they look 45 because kids grow up really fast. So the next one, it's not like he's waiting for any sort of technology. Right, right. Maybe he is. Finally. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's time. Um, and, I, and I left the theater going like, yeah, I would rather go and see the sequel to this in in a year or two than wait another wait five for another or 10 years to do you know like i would i would much rather i even read um i read where he was maybe i'm skipping ahead a, a bit but oh, that's fine i got i got a little bit excited for where the series could go um past this one because he was saying that as he was turning in drafts of the script which that they've been drafting this the entire time they 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 put together an entire writer's room of people yeah. Uh, to work on the original sequel that then they completely scrapped, sent everybody home. It ended up being like the first 30 minutes of this one, but like they worked for years then that, and that yielded almost nothing. Um, yeah. So I got excited because uh, after they threw all that stuff away and he kept working and eventually got through drafts of the other sequels. And he says that every time he sent in a draft of a movie, sent in, he sent in the draft for the one that just came out and he got like three pages of notes. And then he sent in the next one and he got like two pages of notes and he says, okay, getting better. And then he sends in the last one and it's one sentence of notes. It just goes, holy (laughs) from the studio head. And Jim goes, writes back. He says, I'm sorry, I didn't see the notes attached here. And (laughs) the uh, studio head says, no, those are the notes. So I think that was what he was talking about, what the fifth one would be. So I'm kind of astounded to see if he has this much of it planned out. Uh, Third one's already filmed. Most of the fourth one's in the bag. I really, really, really hope that we that we get to that crazy fifth one because it sounds absolutely insane. Um, I, I heard that little nuggets, you know, in one of the variety articles last week before it came out. Yeah. So that, that gives me some sort of a, a, a lot of excitement for what he has planned, but it, it gives me some hope that, you know, there might be more appetite to follow the story in an even more different direction. Yeah. Because it's, this is, as we said at the top, the original content, even Titanic is a historical-based thing, the sequel stuff that he's done. So to come up he's with- king of sequels, you know. So yeah, he does yeah. Terminator and gets hired to do Aliens um, and then eventually circles back and does Terminator 2. Um, uh-huh. The man has like, written the book on how to fo- do a follow-up, and, and I think he's really cemented that with this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what was hard, what he was saying with the sequel to this one, because- He's coming up with everything for the first one and the second one and onward. So it was kind of, as you said, a bunch of writers. I saw he went to 
Rick Jaffa and Amanda Silver who did Rise of the Planet of the Apes and Jurassic mm-hmm, World. Mm-hmm. So they also know adding two properties. It's funny that you say, oh, he's he's good at this, but he also is interested in getting more people on board because he ha- he's it's just him. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's like it, – it, and that's that's interesting to say too because, yeah, he's good at this, but it, t- it took a lot of trial and error. It's not like it was just one and done. Yeah, it's amazing when it falls out of my thoughts. Um, <laughs> right. you know, it, was, it was, no, we're going to assemble a team. We're going to really take some shots at it. What we come back with and what actually makes it the distance might be minuscule. Again, and all of the technical stuff. That's another one of the leaps and bounds. I thought the original looked looked beautiful, but this one is even better. Watching Avatar 2, not sure how they pulled it off. Um, I really am not. I see that I see a, a, a 15-year-old pubescent boy walking next to a 10-foot-tall blue alien. The lighting conditions are perfect. The textures are perfect. I I am I'm it's really blurring the line between what they shot, what the set exists and what doesn't yeah um it's really it's really getting that good i'm back to being a kid (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's i think why he was able to you say oh he was gone for so long it's because which we covered lord of the rings and Gollum and king kong had come out peter jackson who he uses uh, for his yeah, yeah. effects, they had done motion tracking, but what was added for the first one was the little camera looks like a GoPro off right. on the side, tracking their face right up. And so that's what you're saying with this one. Well, they're doing that, and now they have two cameras <laughs> instead of one. I've seen in in stills, but also this is in water. They'd had a yeah, yeah, a hundred thousand or something. Tank, you know, just massive thing, and they're underwater, and people had to learn how to hold their breath, and they're doing it all at night, and there's fire, and and I'm, you know, like I understand motion capture, I understand generally, yeah, Pandora and how we saw the Navi in the first one, but when it comes to the integration of what we're seeing, the, the blending of these elements, um, putting these things next to each other, and now I'm really, I'm, 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 I'm grasping at straws for, uh, you know, the pieces and parts to explain it. Um, yeah, it's 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 get virgin right back up on magic. And I'm, I'm really uh, it was really I mean, it's something I haven't felt in the theater in years is to really be looking at sequences, not just a shot or two, but sequences and mo- minutes of plot. And I'm not sure how they achieved it. I think that was part of the talking a little bit about the success and then pop culture failure that people ragged on it until this one <laughs> came out yes. and sort of circled yes. back around is like like you said it's like they what a weird marketed time. This, yeah. this has been over a decade i it came out people would have maybe went with another one but maybe it was too early i mean when we were in school in 2015 it felt like it was the butt of every joke because it had no cultural impact like people didn't like have like navi tattoos and like navi stickers on there you know like with like yeah. we do with star wars or lord of the rings and that kind of thing and so at that point it almost felt like a joke like how is he ever going to do another one because nobody's asking for it now uh, yeah. People were asking for it in maybe 2011, but at that 2015, I think pe- it has, people were really um, were really convinced it w- maybe wasn't even ever going to happen, and it became yeah. a big joke. And it's now he's outweighed it again, uh, where we're kind of like ready for this thing. There's more cultural revolution. There's way more like impetus put on social economic problems. <laughs> like there's there's so much more that's pressing 
that was present in the first film, but it wasn't what people were concerned with. We weren't in the political atmosphere that we were uh, in 2009. It was just a very different time. Now, the, the people yeah. are thinking about much different things now. Yeah. Um, and well, somehow like, people are ready for it again. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> well, I think just to put it in the context too of like when it came out, Obama was president, TikTok didn't exist. Marvel had only come yeah. out with their first Avengers or maybe they hadn't. No, they no, hadn't. They hadn't right? They had not, not just even. done Iron yeah. Man. Yeah. So they it's like just... they didn't even have. So we had not been inundated. So it was like it was quite a a, a provocative thing to say, hey, we're going to make a planetary capitalist extraction, big budget, provocative I mean, film. It changed. I think it, I think Avatar is responsible for the Marvel cinematic universe that we understand and talk about. Those movies changed after Avatar came out. Yeah, I cannot point to a movie before Avatar other than Lord of the Rings, perhaps, but that's a bit of a distance. When you compare Avatar and you compare Avengers, you can see what I'm talking about in terms of how the, the look of the movies have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's undeniable, but all the more interesting is that they didn't follow itself up. It let all of those Marvel movies come out and, and really uh, uh, refine those techniques. Mm-hmm for a decade. That's what I see. When I look back now, I see Marvel was really uh, going in all different directions until about 2008. Um, Iron Man comes out, but they're not, that doesn't mean they have a roadmap yet. Avatar comes out the next year. And I think it shows them what, what these movies could look like, what these movies could look like as a banner piece, a, a composite stitch work. Uh, it was like, if we make a whole bunch of movies that all look like this, people will go. And they did. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Maybe he's learned from them with the shared universe and the integrated thing and everything, because when he gave his writers an 800 page binder of all his notes and ideas to come up with the sequels and how it all fits together, he's giving each of them a different film. And he's kind of like the showrunner. He's kind of like the Kevin Feige saying, hey, we want five films total. It was three sequels and then it went mm-hmm. up to four. So that, that also was of yeah. interest to me that it's like, well, he's not just this, he is this godlike figurehead and he's difficult to work with and all the other stuff, but he's, uh, he's passed off the writing and the integrative aspects of, I can't do all this by myself because no. this is a no. big enough, this is too big of a thing, which is definitely what Marvel succeeded at in the last yeah. 10, 12 years is pulling all the, all the things into one universe so that maybe is was good to wait because yeah, people would yeah. people wouldn't have been you let as them run down yeah go ahead go run into all those problems for me and fix them for me I showed you it was possible I showed you the road existed you go ahead and you clear it up for me a little bit I think there's definitely a bit of that that happened I mean and and he didn't they didn't necessarily they've been working on this movie a long time. They, I read even they had been working on this particular film so long that Edie Falco thought it had come out and failed already. <laughs> right. I, uh, that, I yeah. read that today. <laughs> She's um, like, I acted in it a long time ago. And yeah. Got the, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Edie Falco's perspective on this is just a taste of just how long gestating this stuff is. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's not long gestating because they don't know what <laughs> what works, but it is a it is a process. And when you're trying to make something good, and you're trying to you're trying to make it rich, you're trying yeah. to make it textured, which we've already talked about how it is. 
it's not just, you know, seeing what, what comes to you. It's certainly (laughs) inspired by some, by some things there. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. That, 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 that is what interested me here is like the, some of, some of the deeper stuff that they do go into. We had talked with Pinocchio of kind of, well, it's focusing on these mono myths and these very, deep human thing like resonates well how does it become the the, the highest well, grossing yeah, I mean, film of all time there has to have it's very integral. human it's about yeah. <laughs> these aliens and stuff but it's incredibly incredibly human he's a human yeah. storyteller i mean most of this movie is about a family moving to a new place and the kids trying to fit in like that's the gusto of this movie um yeah. and it, and it makes you it makes everybody remember the time where they were the new kid in school. That's what it felt like. Yeah, but I'm on Navi and Pandora and I'm learning how to ride this like <laughs> seahorse. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's all metaphor, you know, it's all yeah. plug and play. Well, some so some of th- there's a couple things that relate to the bigger, grander, metaphorical, deep human stuff. The word itself avatar, I was curious mm. because now it's yeah. kind of like Avatar oh. the Last Airbender. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, and they're like, they can't get away from each other, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're right on the heels of each other in 2008 and 2009. And then now again, this is coming out. And I think the, the Netflix series for Airbender comes out next year or the year after. Right. So it's like- <laughs> They already shot that, it. <laughs> yeah. That word comes from the Sanskrit word uh, mm. of, the, of the same thing. And it's basically the embodiment of a god. So it's the human form of Vishnu, the mm-hmm. Hindu god, who would who would come down and use that form. That's where it comes from. The earliest story, there's a book called Avatar by this French author in 1856. And interestingly, it's this, it's, it's a star-crossed lover thing. It's this guy who's a disabled young man. No. And this doctor who came back from India performs this body switch via fantastique technology to, oh, uh, yes. to go into the body yes. of her lover to get her. So interesting that it was used in a sort of psychedelic sci-fi concept in the 1850s Um, absolutely i mean that that's much of the emotional uh hit right in the first opening of the first avatar is oh you know we can give you your legs back back in a sense (laughs) yeah yeah very (laughs) cool that's that's pretty that's pretty enticing um i'm not i'm not i've not been through that but uh i from a storytelling level like oh (laughs) that gets me to lean in a little yeah, definitely. It's it's also been used the word and the terminology. We have it as like a sci-fi concept melded into real life with like, oh, your your digital designation on the internet, your icon of your face mm-hmm. on Facebook. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, your yeah. avatar. But yeah. it, you know, it, it gives it this sci-fi or superhero kind of thing. Which my we emoji, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, your uh, meta. Fail, oh god, oh legless god. creature, um, my hovering ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the, the the idea of the avatar thing, I don't know why, but so I had to look this up. Like, uh, the idea of them being blue, there is just something viscerally that connects with that of hmm. like a technological alternate being being blue. It, it doesn't necessarily make sense logistically if you're trying to be true to science and nature because if they're on a green planet and nature is green like blue is one of the rarer things in nature for creatures and so why make them blue the tech reason is cgi in the 90s as he's coming up with this would Mm. not (laughs) allow for it but going back to kind of this avatar example there are there are several blue skinned gods in the hindu religion as well as 
the Shinto moon god, the Egyptian goddess Newt. So it isn't without merit mythologically. Yeah. But also, in general, the iconography, as I was saying, with sci-fi and superheroes and telepathic body-switching entities, there is this sort of blue flavor, like Dr. Manhattan. Yes. If you could imagine even also like thinking about, oh, no, somebody's astrally projected. It's usually this translucent blue sort of thing. White, blue, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Aura. Ice. And so I I, – Exactly. And and why that is necessarily the case, that blue is the color of tech in our idea, it almost is because it is this non-natural mm. uh, quality. So it just mm. feels right. But I, I sent you a link. I'll post it in the show notes if you could look mm, at this. Yes. I love the internet because people do random studies and surveys. And so this is an aggregate. People looked at every visual interface in every science fiction film for these years from 68 (laughs) to 2011. And if you look, blue is overwhelming. Overwhelming. Do you see the red was uh, 91 Terminator 2. Oh, (laughs) yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So he's in it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, there's Jim, the big yeah. red one. <laughs> well, he's so like, funny. well, most of the interface is red, so uh, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go with that. But it makes sense because it's an evil alien robot, not alien, but evil robot, you know? Yeah, thing. Um, but otherwise, blue. So I just thought that that was kind of cool. That's like viscerally, we Let's feel one, that two, blue. Three, four, five, six. From 1968 to 2011, I see six years that. Of slightly it off. It wasn't not, it wasn't overwhelmingly blue. <laughs> yeah. Or if, even if you think about it, it's like minority report, it's blue. It's, it's, yeah. it's just a, wow. a non-natural color that we associate yeah. with like sterility cool. or clean or yeah. <laughs> the future. <laughs> Something like that. And, and also older avatar like gods. So there yeah. is, <laughs> there's a historical precedent. Um, I just thought that was nifty. Yeah. That Very also that cool. he 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 bucked the tra- just the opposite doesn't even do a cool color red red ninety one <laughs> and it's him um, I like the tan ones the brown <laughs> I want to I want to know what those were brown yeah. orange the more seventies yeah there's only I six of them there's one that's like two thousand what was two thousand seven was like sand <laughs> tan yeah 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 what what really rocked two thousand seven got us there I don't know maybe. I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Well, know. I'll have to go look. Go look at the link and look at the survey yeah, and real. see what they were covering. That's so funny. Um, the last thing that we'll get into because this has exploded with this film, the new one specifically, is the language of these yes. characters and how integrated it is, and how Tolkien it seems with like, did they really go all out? Is this <laughs> is this, is this real? Just, Can you- yeah. <laughs> Could I actually start this? So I, I had to look into that because also they're talking to the animals in this one, not to spoil anything. Yeah. Um, there's it, it goes deeper. And presumably three, four, five, it's gonna go even even deeper. deeper. So I looked into this and they consulted this linguist from USC, Dr. Paul Frommer. It's not a total language. I guess they have tracked now through the films and whatnot, twenty six hundred words, hmm. which Technically, most people would say if you know the most common thousand words of any language, you you know eighty five to ninety percent of oh, the language. Wow. Okay, and if you knew ten thousand, if you ten x to that, you could be a 
pr- fairly literate person in okay. that language. So 2600 you're 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 asking where the nearest coffee shop is. Yeah. Navi. Like you know you know enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he really he really did put all a lot of time and effort into this. I'll post a link to it. He's published the grammar now, so it is a learnable language. It's not just well here's the vocab. Oh, wow. It's like yeah, here's yeah, how yeah. you construct it. Here's the the you know the 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 verb tenses and here's oh, all of the <laughs> the syntax oh, and gosh. the conjugations and all that no. stuff. Um but it's cool because uh, just as a tidbit to tell your friends, one of the things they wanted it to be a something that the actors could actually say, mm-hmm. so it can't be complete nonsense, but also different enough and not really make sense as a human language. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that not a lot of languages have is verb conjugation. Usually we like add it to the end or morph the word. So you know suffixes and prefixes mm-hmm. that go in English that go before the verb conjugation of Navi uses what's called infixes. Mm. So the conjugation is put into the middle of the word to change Whoa. it, uh, as opposed to being like walk, okay. walked, walks. It would be an s in the middle of walk. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! Okay. So this doesn't really exist in English. It exists in some other languages. Um, the 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 funny ones. It's like uh, slang for English that this really makes sense. So like you add is to a word like his house or shiznit or something like that. Like that would be, be the only way that you could put in a syllable that isn't to tense it. Or like Homer Simpson used it. He uses ma. And puts it in the middle of words like sophistication or edumacation. <laughs> That's like the only way that it you could even say that there's a corollary in English. Oh my to gosh, this. you're right. So it's really oh, hard language funny. to learn. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but it's super fun that it uh it does exist. You can go oh find, there's the dictionaries online. You can look up yeah. stuff. It is there is deeper stuff. I guess is what I'm getting at. Then yeah, cool action. Set it's piece not stuff. just yeah. pieced together to get you through shot to shot. It's actually there's some ground to stand on. <laughs> yeah, trying to make it alien, but also human. And gosh, uh, I wonder how soon there will be Navi classes at your local mm-hmm. community college. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, no, uh, but seriously, going forward, this we're, we're definitely getting a third one. Uh, we'll see about that fourth and fifth one. This is going to be with us. I, I'm I'm kind of shocked <laughs> here because if you'd have asked me a few years ago, I'd have been like, "Man, that second avatar is in trouble. That second avatar is going to be it's going to be rough. There, you know, maybe it's not going to happen." And here I am. I am. I'm back on Pandora. I don't know. I don't. I'm I'm really interested to see how if people embrace it anymore. Um, but I guess you know we'll just have to go on and see with all these things um but uh you have yeah. to let us know let us know uh <laughs> let us know if you're a navi <laughs> have, head what do they call you, themselves <laughs> yeah have you gotten a tattoo like you said it's like it seems like the entire world is just holding their breath sort of at an arm's distance <laughs> oh there is no fandom is there or i can't are, I don't know well, yeah you know uh i don't know i don't know but i i mean regard i mean i don't i fandom that's i mean maybe that maybe there shouldn't even be and that's the thing. Maybe that's okay to just have a really good movie that people like, and then like, they go on. Good I don't have to own it as my identity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't have to go as a. It's actually really hard to go as a Navi as a costume. It's not worth exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. And maybe that's the genius of it. Is like, hey, what is this? Like, 
get the message of it and then actually use that in the real world. Stop putting on costumes. Yeah. Go yeah. save the planet. <laughs> it's not Stop the point waiting the on Iron Man to save you. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Okay, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Taylor. Uh, yeah, really you. appreciate it. Uh, let us know what you are reading, watching. Get in touch with us at illiteratepod at gmail.com. Uh, and we will catch you back here next week. Yeah.